so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the legacy of G. Gordon Liddy in a moment. Um, and there's nobody better to talk about it than my guest who's coming on. His name is Cameron Gray. Uh, he is a conservative activist, conservative writer, and someone who has been, uh, was, you know, was a producer uh, at both at NRA TV and the, the Cam and Company show, but but also before that, of course, uh, with the uh, the G. Gordon Liddy radio program. But before we talk about Gordon, um, Cameron, you you're a huge baseball fan. What was your what's your reaction to uh, uh, MLB pulling out of Atlanta for the All Star game? Oh, Andrew, I'm so tired of sports and politics. It's, <laughs> there was a time, I mean, I know that it's, you know, all throughout sports history, it's, it's been a vehicle for politics. I understand that. And there's been major social change through sport. I, I get it. I get the object, the exercise, but it's just everything now. Just We're a country so torn apart at the seams. There's so few things holding us together. I'm not one of those conservatives, you know, ready for civil war. But it just kind of sucks that there are so there's this, these there used to be so many tent pole events and tent pole activities and and major things that used to just unite us as a country and sports has been one of them and now we got another thing that is taken away from the enjoyment of sports and it just sucks I'm just so freaking tired of it it's well a, you you it's, know it's it, not good. So you've been involved. I mean, we'll get to the legacy of Gordon in a second, but you've been involved in this side of things. You've you've watched the movements change over time. You've watched politics for, uh, I mean, as long as I have, because you know you yeah. you came out and you started working for Gordon in the early nineties. And um, but Andrew, in ninety two, in ninety two, I voted for Bill Clinton. That if you want to know how much Gordon changed me. Wow. Well, hold on for a second, but, but but let's talk about but let's talk about how let's talk about how how politics and how we talk about politics has changed in that time. Uh, I mean, and, and anyway, talk about that because you saw it way back at the the beginnings of conservative talk radio, and now to today, how is it how has it all changed? Well, I think there's such a good example, and you you know the name Lanny Davis, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Clinton, former Clinton attorney, you know. FAB, I used to listen you know, to him on that show. Yeah, well, I wanted like the most. Um, Gordon would have him on, and we have we had this really funny show, a funny song. Set him up. He was the liberals' liberal. He came into the studio, and, and our, if people, I don't know, I, I'm sure people in Baltimore know, you know, the, uh, Fairfax, Virginia. It's not Washington. It's a little bit yes. outside, and it was a pain in the butt for guests to come out there, <laughs> but they did. We had yeah. Lanny Davis would come out almost once a week, um, and they had nothing in common. Um, but the want, you know, to get their their sure. points of view across to their to the audience, and they got along like like the best of friends. We had we would have Chris Matthews come out. Chris Matthews, you know, he yeah. he was in Washington. He would drive out to Fairfax to come on the show to be part of the dialogue, and they didn't agree on much, if anything. But it was can you imagine? We had, I was looking at a picture too. I put it on my Twitter feed because I just yeah. it's so amazing to think about it now. We did a we did a live remote with Marion Barry in Washington, wow. the, the mayor for life, Marion Barry. He came on the show. They did a walking tour of Washington to talk about the issues at the time. You know, D.C. in the '90s certainly was no uh, was was, was a, you know let's just leave it there. And it was not a walk just, in the park. They, I get it. Yes. They, yeah, they got along. They got along fine. It was a great. Could you imagine? 2021 Marion Barry and G. Gordon Liddy, it just would never happen. It's yeah. just, it, it, it just harkens, you know, you look back at some of the old crossfires, you know, they were very, they were fiery and lots of vitriol, 
but there was still a sense of respect and you know they didn't want to cancel each other and end each other and stop each other they just wanted to have some sort of dialogue seething and and, and angry as it might be but they still at the end of the day saw the humanity in each other sure. and i just i don't i don't see that anymore and i was i was thinking so much about it this week you know in the passing of gordon because i just i was thinking back to this time and I, you know, I don't want to kind of get off my lawny, but it's just <laughs> we, we, we have so we have lost our way in so many ways, and it's kind of depressing. Yeah, we're 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 talking with Cameron Gray, uh, conservative activist, conservative writer, uh, producer with uh, the G Gordon Liddy Show uh, back in the 1990s into the early 2000s. Also, one of the best episodes of my uh, uh, podcast, uh, the Langercast, is the one that Cameron participated in, and you participated in a bunch. Um, but the one uh, everybody hates, Langer, is one of the best. You really want to sit down there and have a lot of fun because uh, Cameron Gray posted that we were going to talk about whatever else it was. And Cameron opens up with Andrew. Why do people hate you so much? Which was just it was a great it was a great bit. Hey, hey Cameron. So, and you know so, what? Um, that, 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 yeah, please. that also goes to that also goes to your self-deprecation. And that's yes. one of the good things that, that was so great about Gordon, too. Because everyone saw him as like the Watergate tough guy and the hand oh, over yeah. the flame and the eating the rats. But behind the scenes, he was the most self-deprecating. Mrs. Liddy would kick his ass. Uh, you know, nice to every caller. Nice to every people would come by the studio. They would come by almost daily to try to get him to yeah. sign something. To try to get him to just talk to them. He talked to everybody. He didn't say. So, he said no to nobody. Let's let's tee this up. When you guys were on, and I don't, I'm not going to stay the station, but you guys were were on a station at the same time that another great syndicated program, the Don and Mike Show, was on. Uh, we have a bit of audio produ- uh, pulled by our producer, my producer Dave, uh, uh, that was that was played. This is this is Gordon. Uh, <laughs> do I guess doing something for Don and Mike? Uh, here is yeah. here is Gordon Liddy. Roaring by the entire field was Mercedes Benz, <laughs> which took first place with BMW. That's oh, pronounced God. in English BMW. If you want to call him a, uh, a Mercedes, a Mercedes, <laughs> why then you would call it a BMW. But it's actually Bayon Vey in, in Germany. Oh my God. All right, Dave. I mean, so so talk about talk about you, a Bill Clinton voter at the time. No, Bill Clinton was a. I don't, I'm not sure Bill Clinton would would have. Well, Bill Clinton's view of of the Democratic Party is, you know, it's it's no longer exists. But talk about you right. going to work with G. Gordon Liddy in the early 1990s and how it did change you and your and your life working with Liddy. Well, I just you know I was a punk kid right out of college. I graduated from George Mason University. Actually, Andrew, I was so desperate to work at the station at the time. You want me to the callers? That's fine. But the station at the time um, it was it was a great station. At Howard Stern in the morning, yeah, it had all this great stuff. So I actually, in my sophomore, the end of my sophomore year at George Mason, which is also in Fairfax, I actually, this is a hundred percent true story. I moved to the apartment complex next to W. Blah blah blah. Wow, because yeah. I wanted to get a job there, and that's that's the, astounding. I, I mean, literally, it was literally the apartment complex is this horrible apartment complex, just just the worst. But I wanted to work there so bad, so I I walked in one day off the street and just happened to be in the lobby was my old colleague and one of my best friends in the world, John Pop, who John worked Pop. there. And this was in the you know, early '90s when I guess there was really there's fewer rules for interns. I said, Can yes. I just have an internship? And he just said, sure, come on back. And that's it. And I just started working there. I started being an intern there. No credit, no no program, no paperwork. And uh, I started working there. So we were there. This was this was actually in the days when it was just Howard in the morning and the music. Sure. It was a classic rock station. 
before Donna Mike and and, all, and Gordon showed up. Yeah. So I was just hanging around. And I was working the weekends. I was working overnight. Just do anything possible. So they find Gordon. So first they found Donna Mike, and they, then they wanted to change to a talk station. So they found Gordon, and they made John the producer. And since I was hanging out with John so much, I just like I became by default the assistant producer. I just that, that was I had no like talk radio experience. I wasn't. I wasn't a boast nerdly. I just, I, I sure. never, I'd never answered a phone before. It just happened. And I just fell into it. Uh, and it was, I was like, who is this guy? Cause I, I was just, I didn't follow politics. Yeah. I was like, okay, you know, you have a vague understanding of Watergate, but I, and through my entire time, and even today, he's never the Watergate guy to me. He was just like the cool boss who was a little weird, who had some peccadillos who, that I could never, I could never even write a book. Even in his passing, I could still never write about because I, I, we, me and uh, John Pop saw things that sure we would, it, it, it would, they would peel the paint off a house if we told you <laughs> that it's so ridiculous. But it was just, it was fun and it was weird and it was exciting, and he, it was like you know, he was also a big Howard Stern fan, so he followed that kind of uh, radio where everyone on the show was a part of the show, so we all became characters. We all had our, you know, our little fan base. We would go around the country, and it was my first time seeing the world. That thanks to him, and it's just, it was just, it was a cool time. It was a fun. It was a good time in radio. It was a, it was, it was on Westwood One uh, Networks, oh, yeah. and they they put him on nationally to try to compete against Rush Limbaugh, who, you know, weirdly enough, died recently as well. Yeah, um, they they died pretty pretty close after each other. And we did okay, but we never beat Rush. But it was just – it was a good, fun time, and I just I, – I miss those times. Those times will never happen again. We'll never have that time again. Yeah. And uh, – but, but I'm, I'm grateful that I, I was part of it. I was, I was part of something really fun, something big at the time. I, uh, I got this uh, uh, from Jeff in Baltimore, Cameron, and we're talking with Cameron Gray, um, uh, old friend and, and conservative activist, conservative writer, producer for the G. Gordon Liddy Show. Um, he writes, uh, um, uh, Jeff writes, hi, Andrew, love the G Gordon Liddy show. I went to the station's offices and got an autographed copy uh, of his picture. It hangs in my home office to this day. Liddy equals loyalty and mental toughness. Before I let you go, talk about that. Talk about the issue of loyalty. Cause that was, mm. that was something very important to, to, uh, uh, to Gordon. Talk about that. And, 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 you know, something talk about that in terms of your, uh, our friendship and in terms of your friendship with John pop. I mean, that, that, that. That's I, that's a lesson I certainly learned from G. Gordon Liddy. But but talk a little bit about that. So there was a there was a time at the station um, where you weren't supposed to work for other, and I guess it's an unwritten rule. You're not really supposed to work for other radio stations in the yeah. market, right? It's, it's you kind of work for your station. That's it. So there was this person who was moonlighting at another radio station, and I just I just didn't think it was right. Yeah. Uh, so I I said something to management, and that person then said something to Gordon. And Gordon took me into his office, closed the door. He was very, very – he was very angry. We, there was very few times he was mad at me. We, he wasn't yeah. – he never – he, was, he wasn't – you know, for all the people think what he was like, you know, his talk radio guys yelling and screaming like, I'm sure you, you're horrible to your producer, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> where, the, where those pictures are supposed to see. Yes. So he took me to the, he took me to the <laughs> office, and, um, and he was – he said – he talked to me in, like I was a rat, like I was oh, wow. I was ratting out somebody, and he was very disappointed in me, and I almost lost my job over it. I had to, you know, I, I I had to apologize profusely. I he he said, you know, don't do that again. You know, if you're part of my team, you know, whatever other people do, 
you know, unless they're breaking the law, just keep your mouth shut, keep yourself. And he taught me a very valuable lesson, you know, yeah. just stay out of your state of other people's business. Um, that was that was really the only really dark time I had with the guy. And it was I, and it was it was it was of my doing. I, I opened my mouth when I shouldn't have. And he said, don't do that again. If you want to be part of my show, it was uh, it was Cameron, it taught me a lot. I can't imagine what it would have been like to have been dressed down by Gordon Liddy. I can't imagine him. Uh, I mean, I mean, as you said, he's a nice guy. He was a great boss. But go ahead. No, it's it's just like, and the fact that it was so rare. It's like one of those things. Like, if your producer gets it, like, oh God, I just had a bad day, and I understand. But for me, it was was like this. It never happened. So it was just, it was, it was, it was rough. But I, but I learned my lesson. Well, well, listen, uh, you know, producer Dave can, can tell you all, all kinds of stories about me, about me yelling <laughs> at him and what I am. Cameron Gray, listen, thank you so very much. I, I, I appreciate you uh, j- joining us. I know it, it was a it was a it was a tough bit of news this week, but I appreciate you sharing uh, your memories of well, of G. Gordon Liddy. You are the per- you are the person who told me about it, and uh, I will tell your entire radio and audio audience that you are one of the best people I know. I love you, you like a brother, and uh, you're what's the one you're the one that, the only good. There's a lot of crappy people in conservative politics and this movement, as they say. But you are, Andrew, you are definitely one of the best. And you're certainly one of my favorites. And I, I love you, you know, for, till the day I die. You're just a good dude. Love you too, my friend. Have a happy Easter. Bye, right, buddy. Take care. That was, of course, Cameron Gray, conservative activist, conservative writer, and, of course, uh, a producer for the, uh, the uh, late, great uh, G. Gordon Liddy. I am Andrew Langer. This is WBAL News Radio 1090 and FM 101.5. Roaring by the entire field was Mercedes-Benz, which took first place with BMW. That's pronounced in English BMW. If you want to call a, uh, a Mercedes a Mercedes, you know, why then you would call it a BMW. But it's actually BMW in, in German.